Welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson. Now, this show is dedicated to all the lock bosses that want to learn and want to grow. But guess what? We also want you to win. And in order for you to do that, you need to join us every live YouTube giveaway. All you need to do is go over to YouTube, type in CLK Supplies, or use the hashtag LockBoss, or even better, in the show notes, just click on the link, it'll take you right there. Watch any of our current videos and you'll see exactly how you can join the fun for free, and together we will learn, grow, and win. Everybody, how is it going today? Uh, thanks for joining us for another hashtag LockBoss show and giveaway. We have a nice lineup today, including our first ever automotive locksmith edition trivia. So I'm excited to uh, hear everyone's results of that. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, of course, we are going to be uh, announcing this week's five Lock Boss winners. So we're excited to announce and hook all five of you up. So of course, I'm drinking Tapo Chico. Cheers to all you out there. Um, drinking along with me as well. And um, it's been a pretty rainy day here today. Uh, I hope all of your days are going well. And let me go ahead and get the screen pulled up here. And let's have some fun. All right. So first up, we got, uh, so we're, we're going to be going over post of the week, comment of the week, the trivia. And then lastly, we'll be announcing the five winners this week. So. Without further ado, let's get started. All right, so post of the week. All right, so this one comes from Julio D. And uh, as you can see there, you got one of the new stickers and uh, what is that? The, the Lab 3-in-1 Universal Kit. That's pretty cool. Um, I see a big bro, some tweezers. Pinning block, all sorts of good stuff there. Congrats, Julia. Thanks for sending that uh, picture in. Next up, we got from Mr. Uh, Don from uh, Jenkins Locks. Very cool. Man, I love seeing that go, no-go sitting down there. Lock boy, uh, capping and ejecting block, as well as a sticker. That's good stuff. Now, next up here, we got... We got, uh, so that's Joey. He uh, is one of our staff in our uh, shipping and receiving. And uh, he actually, I believe that's a, it's a TikTok video. And remember that a few weeks ago, I showed you the TikTok video and YouTube gets mad when you um, play something that has music that you don't have the uh, rights to or whatever. So um, go to, go ahead, head on over to TikTok. You can watch that one pretty Good. And like I said, you know, when it comes to all the TikTok stuff um, and social media posts, I don't see any of it until it actually goes uh, live. So it's kind of fun for me to um, experience it with all of you. So let's see here. Comment of the week. All right. From Sherelle. I got to lean in here to read it. It seems that this would be 
an argument against ever using that little adjustment tab inside the strike plate as it would add pressure to the latch and make it more likely to break. Do you agree? I've never used that little tab, but always um, think about it briefly when installing the strike. Either way, a great video. Appreciate it. Uh, I think that's a pretty good question. Um, you know, I mean, I guess the, like from my experience, I've, I've really never seen a situation where the hole is even really big enough to do too much of adjustment with that little tab there. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I could probably find a, a, a situation that it, uh, you know, I could adjust it with. But for the most part, I mean, from how the door is set and the alignment points um, from when the door is set to where, you know, the holes are on the jam and on the door, you're probably not going to get enough. Even if you did do something with that, you probably want to get enough wiggle room to actually make it uh work because in theory right you're just going to put that latch on there you put that strike plate on there it's going to be perfect if the door was set properly but as time goes on those things kind of move so hopefully that kind of answers your question anyone watching if you have any uh, input on that go ahead and uh, post it and uh, I'd like to read it and I know uh, Shrewell as well so Good stuff. All right. So, oh, looks like my screen's kind of goofy there. Uh, Locksmith Trivia Automotive Edition. All right. So, um, let me get rid of this for a second here. So, this is how it's going to work. Okay. So, I got five questions for you. Some are uh, what I would think are pretty easy. Um, there should be a couple you should be able to get, even if you're not, if you don't mainly do automotive work, there's still a couple that you should be able to get. Now, some of them, there's a little more in depth, but like, like I've done in the other trivias is, you know, we want to keep it fairly um, more on the basic end. And is what will happen is if you guys let me know, if you guys and gals let me know what how many you got right. And if the majority of you got them right, well, then next time we do automotive trivia, I'll up it. And I'm going to, because I want to, I like being right on that line where, you know, a little less than half of you at least uh don't get it right. So makes it a little more fun that way. So uh, here we go. First question. You ready? All right, let's do it. Question number one, what Ford key blank has eight cuts on each side, also known as a eight cut key? Would it be the A, H50, B, H75, C, H60, and, or D, H27? So I'll give you a minute here to think about it. So A, B, C, or D. And I'll help you just a little bit before I give the answer. Um, it's definitely not D because the H27 is a single-sided key. And the other three are all double. So it's not D. So A, B, or C. Okay. And your the answer is B, H, 75. So that's the right answer on that one. Hopefully you, most of you got it right. Curious to find out. 
All right, let's go to the next question, which is question number two. Um, and the question is, is this, so there's a, there's the key in the picture. Is the key in the picture a two-track or four-track key? And um, if you're like PJ, I have no idea what a track is. This one might be hard to get, but it's 50-50. <laughs> So uh, let's see here. Is it a two track or is it a four track? Um, and the answer is, first of all, it's a Honda key in the picture. Um, H O zero one or zero three, I'm guessing. And um, th that key is a four track. So hopefully a lot of you got that right. Let's go ahead and move on to question number three. Or, or and, and I guess I should say, uh, on this two-track, four-track, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you see how on that key there, there are key, on both sides of one side of the key, see there's uh, cuts, okay? That's going to be a four-track. A two-track is only going to have one set of cuts on each side. So, uh Hopefully that helps. All right, here we go. Question number three. That's keys don't use a chip. They use a blank. And blank's not the answer. That is a blank key, though. Um, so what type of technology does a that's key use? Give you a moment here to... Come up with your answer. All right. So that's keys don't use a chip like a transponder key. Um, they use a ohm resistor. And a lot of times it's referred to as the pellet. So that little, uh, I don't know if you can see my mouse, probably not. But that little pellet um, right there has a little ohm resistor in it. So very, at the time, it was considered very high-tech and, like, groundbreaking. But in reality, it is very old school. All right. Next, one of the interesting thing to think about that, though, really quick is on, on VATS is so, like, a like a transponder key, right, uses as an, an, an antenna to communicate. Whereas VATS actually have to use two little metal pieces on the inside of the ignition. So think about it. Day in and day out, uh, the VATS keys literally have to go in and make contact. And if one side doesn't get contact, it doesn't complete the circuit. And guess what? Nothing's working. So it's kind of a, kind of a crazy thing. All right. Question number four. What is the metal test key? for the B111PT transponder key. So it's the metal test key. And for extra bonus, okay, that picture, this one pictured here is the circle plus key, which is known as the B111. For extra credit, why is there only a small hole there instead of a really big hole um, for where the key ring goes? So I'll give you a moment to answer that. All right, so the metal slash test key for the B111PT is the B106Q. 
key. That's the test key for that. And as far as the, that little hole goes for the key ring goes, the reason it's small and it used to be big is due to that GM recall uh, mini, uh, I guess it was probably at least five years ago now. I don't know if you remember that. Um, they're blaming the um, ignitions on a bunch of uh, problems. And essentially is what they found is that the weight of the key chain of the key on the key ring needed to be positioned right there in the center of the key instead of going off on the sides. It was putting weird pressure on the key. So, um, or on the, the weight on the key. So that's why there's a small hole on all the uh, new ones. I I'm, I'm sure someone's important somewhere keys that have the big, the big hole in them, but um, highly recommended. Uh, you only sell the ones with the small hole. All right, last but not least, question number five is what type of key is this? Now, uh, of course, it's an automotive key, but is what I'm looking for is what type. So, um, of course, it has a remote on it, but in the technical terms when it comes to ordering and looking and understanding, um, there is a term that um, is widely used to describe this type of key. And this is a Kia. Kia key. So I'll give you a second to answer that. All right. The answer is that that is a flip key. All right. This one's known as a flip key on the top left there. You see the little uh, silver button. And when you push that button, the blade comes flopping out, right? Flipping out, I should say. So um, th th these type of keys were really made popular by Volkswagen in uh, oh, right around early 2000s. So, um, well, there you have it. That is uh, this week's automotive edition of Trivia. So I would love to know out of the five, how many did you get right? And did you get the bonus right on the uh, circle plus key as far as the hole goes? So let me know in the uh, comments. I'll be checking them out here um, shortly. So let's go ahead and let's move on to our giveaway. Okay, so let's go over the uh, rules, make sure we're on the same page here. So what to do if you win? Email us your shipping info at sales at clksupplies.com or call us at 800-848-6989 and we'll send your gifts soon. Now, if you're watching, if it's one of your first times watching this um, and you're wondering how do you win, um, it, it's actually really simple. Uh, just comment on our videos and include the hashtag LockBoss. Winners will be chosen from comments on the previous week's video. No purchase is necessary. That's right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and announce this week's five Lock Boss winners. All right, winner number one this week is John Taylor. John Taylor, congratulations. Here we go. Winner number two this week is Brian Ogram. Brian Ogram, congratulations. Winner number three this week is Dustin Nelson. Dustin, congratulations. 
Winner number four this week is Texas Fire. Texas Fire, congratulations. And last but not least, winner number five this week is Grover the Locksmith. Grover the Locksmith, congratulations. No, of course, this month is our uh, uh, free Kiss Me, I'm a Lockboss shirt. Uh, I actually have my, my, my wife's been wearing one of those, so uh, that's been kind of cool, right? But uh, yeah, everybody, well, hey, that is this week's show. I'm excited to read the comments on the uh, trivia questions. Um, I look forward to seeing that, and I hope all of you have a great Tuesday evening. Uh, we'll see you at same place, same time next week. You guys have a great evening.